healer, they can't put their stick out in impede progress. It's one of the interference rules. Clinch, clinch, clinch! Hey! That'd be three for three, Kess. Nice face, kid. Nice. Oh, yeah. Because it doesn't happen every game, right? Try the one um, where you give it to change and go through. Patty will pop over and fill your hole there. Right? They were lining up pretty good. They were doing well. I mean, it worked great in the pass through to Marco and the, and the couple shots. You need to show them that other look and go through. Okay. Boys, everyone jumping. How oh, I know, I like fear, life on the bench. Stick here. Active sticks here, boys. Real active sticks. The great third guy in position, that's why you guys scored that goal. Right off that winger's back. Not a way to go to the net, right? Good job, Smitty. Fuck boys, pressure, they're gonna turn it over, boys. They don't want the puck in the pressure. Make a play, make a play. Hey. Was in my stomach? I didn't even know it. What a boy, Thorny. Five for a dollar. Beautiful. Five chances. Just one goal hit. Unbelievable. Of course, that's going to be tallying up the scoring chance on that bad boy. Again, we're back there battling in with Cavalier. Was that the right? Oh, yeah. With Cavalier and Aginla. Yikes. I don't believe it. The Cavalier and Aginla. Aginla kind of oh. challenged the Cavalier, and all of a sudden, the Cavalier dropped the gloves. Look at this. I've never seen Vincent LeCavalier do this as the aggressor. Jerome McGinley fights oh. way more than LeCavalier, and LeCavalier is holding his own here. I don't believe what I'm seeing, period. Scott Driscoll, Mark Wheel are the linesmen move in. Bill McCreary, Gary Fraser. This may be an interesting night. 15 seconds left to go. Kippersoff directing traffic. has got to get out of there. He heads off. We're four on four. Once he gets to the bench, Calgary will have the advantage. They do right now. Welcome to the Golden Horseshoe Memorial Cup's first ever podcast. Hey, it's Commissioner Matt and I'm welcoming you to a new era in the Golden Horseshoe Memorial Cup, starting a podcast and it's uh, self-serving completely. I'm just trying to cut down on the amount of time that I'm spending writing up the journal every week. So I'm hoping that I can just uh, do a voice note on my phone, (laughs) publish it as a podcast, and then you get all the weekly news that you need for the GHMC. If you don't know who we are and you've stumbled across this podcast, well, it's kind of just for a select audience. The Golden Horseshoe Memorial Cup is a fantasy hockey league based out of Oakville, Ontario, and we pride ourselves on having the best darn fantasy hockey league in the universe. We're going to break down a few things in this opening episode. Uh, you got to publish something to get online. So I'm going to break down some of the uh, recent happenings in the GHMC with the Fergus Dissipators winning the championship for the first time last season and what that means coming into this season and who's available on each roster as a potential keeper. So let's get into it. Who's our keepers this season? We'll find out on Monday when the draft takes place. 
but let's uh, go through who's available so to refresh your memory on how to keep a player it's any player drafted the previous season between round 6 and 11 or anyone picked up via free agency so that opens the door to some high priced talent but you got to carry that hefty salary on the way so uh, let's start things off with our defending champions who had an extremely deep bench the Fergus Dissipators have uh, the most options out of anybody. Kirk, the GM, he can keep Eric Gustafson for 9.5 million. He had an awesome season, the guy for the Blackhawks. Just uh, an outstanding job. Another guy that uh, he was fond of was Jonathan Taze. He's at 6.6 million. And I'll run down the list here. Sebastian Naho, Marc-Andre Fleury, Alex DeBrenne-Nakat, Ryan O'Reilly, Cam Atkinson, Jake Gunsel, Carey Price, Jake Muzzin, and this guy, is my pick who Fergus will probably keep. Mark Giordano at four million. What an easy pick that is for a guy that finished second overall among defensemen for scoring. He had 17 goals and 57 assists for 74 points. Giordano was just awesome, playing 78 games last year for the Calgary Flames. He averaged over 24 minutes per game and also had 21 power play points for that uh, awesome Calgary Flames offense. Finishing in second place last season was the Pittsburgh Pylons. Man, they have just had an awesome run. The Pylons have finished in second place for the last three seasons, and before that, won two back-to-back -back championships in 2014 and 2016. Man, Neil is on fire, so let's see who he has to choose from. Patrice Bergeron was his big free agent pickup that could still be kept this season at 12.6 million. Andre Vasilevsky was a draft pick and uh, the goaltender could come back to the pylons. He can also choose from Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Jonathan Huberdeau, Zach Wierenski, Ryan Suter and Devin Dubnik. In third place was my own team, the Calgary Hitmen. And we have a choice between the hefty price tag of Matthew Tuchuk at 17.2 million Jeff Petrie, the defenseman from Montreal, 12.8 million. Thomas Shabbat, 8.9 million. Elias Lindholm at 7.1 million. Jared Spurgeon, Connor Hellebuck, and Ryan McDonough are all options for the Hitmen to return this year. In fourth place last season was the brand new team, the Gravenhurst Red Army. And uh, they had a quiet start to last season. GM Steve had a pretty cool draft strategy. He picked a couple of Maple Leafs. Yeah, they seemed uh, destined to do well. <laughs> but Steve also had a 50-goal score in Leon Dreisaitl, and he could be a keeper. I think it might be a pretty obvious pick because the guy finished with 105 points last season, fourth overall in the league. Just an awesome breakout year. And he only comes with a price tag of $7 million, so that seems like a no-brainer. He could also choose, though, from Jacob Truba, Dougie Hamilton, Ryan Getzlaff, Noah Hannafin, Sergei Bobrovsky, Alexander Radulov, and Elias Peterson. Finishing in fifth place last year was the Belfast Blast. And this season, Blaine can bring back 17.6 million dollar man Rasmus Ristolainen. I uh, don't know, that might be a pretty hefty price tag. Matt Duchesne cost him 14.2 million on the free agent market. Again, kinda high, but maybe a good season for him ahead. 6.2 million for Robin Leonard. 5.2 million for Hampus Lindholm, and he can also take with him Rasmus Dallin or Braden Point for 4 million. That might be the guy. That might be the guy if I'm looking there. All right, let me just take a sip of coffee here. Of course, you hosers are listening right now to the GHMC's first podcast. Got a Timmy's here. Hold on. Mm -hmm. ah, polished off a couple of hoser biscuits and uh, 
ready to keep this podcast rolling. The two-time champion Clarenville Caribou with uh, Steven as the GM. He has a choice between Tory Krug, who he picked up for $12 million, Josh Morrissey for $10 million, Matthew Barzal at $7 million, Freddie Anderson between the pipes could return. Uh, he has a price tag of $4 million. Kyle Palmieri, Matt Murray, and Timo Meyer are also some options for the Caribou. In seventh place were the Hamilton Hammerheads. The Hammerheads could welcome back $15 million man Jeff Skinner. Although he did score 40 goals in a big bounce back year, he had 63 points. So that's a bit of a hefty price tag uh, heading into the start of the season for a guy who could get in the 60 to 70 point range. Mark Stone ha- was signed for $14 million, so he could come back. Gabriel Landeskog for $13 million. So those were some hefty forwards that uh, the Hammerheads picked up last season. But you could lock one of them up make things a lot easier for you when you come to the draft Mateus Ekholm Keith Yandel that might be one there Braden Holtby in goal Oliver Ekman Larson Jakob Vorchek and Max Domi at $3 okay I think we know who he's gonna pick the 24 year old had 72 points in his rookie campaign scoring 28 goals yeah I'm guessing that's who Jason's gonna take as his pick heading into this season And finally, finishing in eighth place was the Cleveland Crunch. Jeffy uh, has a choice between Patrick Laine, who just re-signed with the Winnipeg Jets. He comes with a pretty good price tag of $7 million. Seth Jones was signed for $6.7 million. Or maybe Jeff will take his good buddy Ilya Kovalchuk for $5 million. Ryan Ellis, Joe Pavelski, Pekka Rene, and Bo Horvat are all some options for him, so... He's got to maybe scratch his head on this one. Let's see who he picks at the draft on Monday night. And now it's time for Did You Know That? To kick things off for the 23rd season, we're going to take a look and see who has the most championships in our league's history. Of course, uh, that's the Belfast Blast. They've won seven overall titles. Uh, They had their first three-peat from 1999 to 2002. They were held off the championship parade route for three seasons until they returned for back-to-back titles in 2006 and 2008. And since then, GM Blaine, well, he's picked up two more, once in the 2009-2010 season and again in the 2013-14 season. Seven overall titles for the Belfast Blast. So who's going to go number one in this year's draft? I'm going to take a guess at my player from the Calgary Hitman last season, Nikita Kucherov. He averaged 1.56 points per game last season. And with 128 points, it was the best full-length regular season scoring performance in the history of the GHMC and the third best point per game average in GHMC history. Now the highest in our league occurred during the inaugural season in 1996-1997 when Mario Lemieux finished with a 1.57 points per game average when he scored 50 goals and 122 points in 76 games. And later, Yarmer Jagr's 1.57 points per game in 1998-1999 for the Serbian sensation saw the Czech score 44 goals and 127 points in 81 games. So Kucherov put in the greatest scoring performance in our league's history. 
but his total also set new record for points in a season by a Russian player, and he broke the previous total of 127 points set by Alexander McGilney back in 1992-93. Kucherov became the third Russian to win the Art Ross Trophy, joining Alex Ovechkin and two-time winner Evgeny Malkin. Kucherov has scored at least 30 goals in each of his past four seasons and has increased his point total for five straight seasons. I know there's some great high-scoring players out there like Connor McDavid, Patrick Kane, Brad Marchand, and Sidney Crosby, but Nikita Kucherov, man, he's got to be one of the favorites for the first overall pick in this year's draft. On the blue line, well, I think the first overall pick could very well go to Brent Burns once again. He had 83 points last season, and that was his best career performance. Unbelievable. The highest he had scored previously was in 2016-2017 when he picked up 76 points. That season he had 29 goals. Last year he only had 16, but the assists were just unbelievable. Who's going to be the first goalie taken? Well, that's a bit of a mystery each season. You never know. Last year's leader in wins was Andre Vasilevsky. He could be taken off the board if the Pylons choose to keep him, but that still leaves guys like Freddie Anderson. And if the Caribou decide to keep Anderson, well, there's another big point getter that's off the board. He had 36 wins, but just one shutout last season. Sergei Bobrovsky had a monster year, 37 wins and nine shutouts. Of course, in our league, shutouts get two points. And Marc-Andre Fleury had another great season, 35 wins and eight shutouts. And he could be a keeper too. So let's see what shakes down. And uh, and who knows, if these great goalies get taken off the board early by being kept back, well, then the rest of us are going to have to find some diamonds in the rough out there. Maybe Carey Price returns to be one of the league leaders. He had 35 wins and four shutouts, but he also had the most total time spent on the ice last season among all goalkeepers. Pretty impressive. All right, so going forward, there will be a journal every Wednesday throughout the season, but it's going to be sort of a Cliff's Notes version. Slapshots is going to be a bullet point summary, what players have been signed, what offers have gone out to free agents, that kind of thing. Summaries of trades or anything major going on in the league. But the bulk of the news will be via the podcast, and I hope that's a good option for you guys, whether you're commuting to work or grabbing time on lunch. You can get the podcast on Spotify and most major podcast apps. And uh, you can also go to ghmc.ca where you can click on the embedded player and also listen to it. So you'll see a posting for the journal. It's not going to be the complete rundown or the lengthy articles that I've been doing for over 20 years. Uh, But you will be able to click on the podcast right there on the website if that's uh, how you prefer to get the latest news. And of course, you can always follow us on Twitter at GHMC underscore Vine. I'm Commissioner Matt. Thank you so much for listening to this first episode and good luck this season.